This is the Group Sales Power Hour. And if you are hearing this as a podcast, make sure you subscribe. These come out every other week. And in between, I do this thing called Group Juice. Come get your shot of Group Juice. Kind of a, a silly play off of Grape Juice. But we call it Group Juice. Get it? Not too funny. I know, I know. But I'm glad you're here. And by the way, uh, we have a bunch of visitors here, not members of Group Sales Bootcamp. So welcome to the Group Sales Power Hour. I want this to be highly engaging. I will give you the agenda in a minute so you know what we're covering on today's Group Business Variety Show. Group Business Variety, because there always is a variety, because although I have an agenda, I'm here for you. I want to know what's on your mind. Hans asked before, before we started, because I I actually turn on the mic and, and the, uh, the camera early, what my thoughts are on the no-sale, the lifting of the no-sale you know, for, for the cruise line. So I, I definitely want to talk about that. We have a great, I think a little bit of a case study we're going to, uh, we're going to start off with that Jay sent in. Um, and I'm excited about that, but I, I w- want you to know friends that my mission here, our mission together is help you build a bigger, better group sales business. And I couldn't think of a better niche, a better purpose than to pursue groups right now. If you didn't start yesterday, start it today. Because when we have the big the big bounce back, whenever that comes, I believe more people than ever before will want to travel with friends and family. And I hope you're ready. Not ready and not reacting, but proacting, taking action now to kind of plant those seeds and so forth. So I uh, just want to remind you that the next Power Hour meetings for my boot campers, and if you're here as a guest and want to join and be in the audience in the future, just ask. The next Power Hour meetings, take a note, boot campers, November 19th, December 1st, and December 17th. Can you believe it? It's almost the end of 2020. <laughs> I know you're probably rejoicing, right? But hey, let's make every day count. Let's make every hour count. Let's make every minute count. You know, just because the calendar changes from December 31st to January 1st, it's it's just a calendar thing. Life is life is life. I I want December 31st to count as much as January 1st, today to count as much as January 17th. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'm trying to be a positive conversationalist, and that's what we're going to end with today. So let me give you the agenda, and and I already welcomed in a whole bunch of of you groupies in the audience, Ray, Danny, Hans, Marina, Trinita, Sharon, Summer, Karen's in the house, good morning, Karen, and and it's so great to have everybody here. The agenda is as follows. We're going to start off with this little bit of a case study, and and get ready to answer this question, because I need you all to contribute while I give you my perspective, my effective perspective. I just recorded a keynote address for one of my best clients, top clients, Dream Vacations, Cruise One and Cruise Zinc. And the keynote, the title of the keynote was Effective Perspective. And I hope that I will be doing that for them when they watch that keynote uh, in, in a week or two. And I hope I'm going to be doing that with you today. But we're going to start with that case study from Jay. And I'm going to ask you to contribute your uh, what, what what you're doing about it. Have you ever experienced it? Hang on. I know you're intrigued. Then I, I want to know about cruise questions you're facing 
about the no sale being lifted, what are you facing? What are they asking you? What are you answering? I'll give you my perspective too. Um, we're going to end with some inspiring quotes and a message about that, about being a positive conversationalist. I've been rereading certain motivational books, and one of them is that book by Og Mandino. Have you read that book by Og Mandino, the greatest salesman who ever lived? And, oh no, I'm sorry, the greatest salesman in the world. Close. And there's a couple of really great quotes for the book that I want to bring forward to you to discuss, to leave you with, so that you feel motivated, inspired, and you're feeling good. I want you to be feeling good as Nina Simone sings it so, so beautifully. I want you to be feeling good. No matter what's going on in the world, feel good inside and out so that you will be successful and happy inside and outside. There you go. All right. Uh, Tornado, you look forward to my keynote. Thanks, I know. You will be seeing it soon. I'm excited too. It was a lot of fun to produce. So here is the case study and get ready to type because I'm going to read all of your responses so everybody can hear and we're going to walk away with a great level of knowledge. So here's the question that inspired this. It came in from Jay and the question is, normally I make it a practice to frequent a destination before I host a group there. In December of next year, I am hosting a group in Ghana for 10 days. I have never been to Ghana, but have been working closely with my supplier to gather information and content. Here's the question. Do you think I should plan a trip prior? Although this tour has sold out. Congratulations, Jay. That's awesome. I don't want my group to think any less if it is also my first time. Did you get that? Did you hear that? So I'm going to give you a, a few, uh, I'm going to give you my answers, my effective perspectives. And in the interim, everybody in the audience, get ready to type your answer to this question. Have you ever hosted a group to a destination or on a brand, let's say, that you've never experienced before? It was your first time. And how did you market it? How, how did you sell it? How did you prepare? So how would you answer Jay in this case? If, if you've done that before, if you have successfully escorted or hosted a group someplace that you've never been, okay? And, and, and also, so I don't leave you out, if you are a travel advisor who you've never done that, you've had anxiety over that, that's held you back from pursuing a particular group or someplace you really want to go because you feel perhaps a little bit intimidated and ill-prepared, and you're going to sort of wait until you go there, see it, experience it before you sell it, see it before you sell it. So, so hopefully every one of you will have some kind of a response that I can share. A, uh, if, if you've done it, how did you do it? How'd you market it? What, what, would, you, what would you tell Jay to do? And B, if you've never done it, uh, but, but you've wanted to, and, and something's sort of holding you back because you really feel you need to be there. Let me know. Type it in. And as you're typing, this is terrific, terrific. Everyone is typing in some stuff. And it's all, and I'm going to read it. So, so stick with me here. But I definitely have some yeses, some noes. Um, and I want to, I want to read that to inspire all of you. So I, I want to start by bringing in my personal experience, bringing you back to 
uh, the days when I was a district sales manager with Princess Cruises in the state of New Jersey. And you know, back in the day, now this was a long time ago, <laughs> uh, back in the day, Princess's number one destination was, go ahead, I know you can guess it, I know you, I can hear you, Alaska. It was really the battle of Princess and Holland America, right? The big battle. Who owned Alaska? Pretty much they were really the, the only two major players in Alaska back then when I was out in the field knocking on doors of travel advisors just like you when, when there were more brick and mortar agencies than home based, right? I heard somebody thinking that. I heard you thinking that. And I had to go out, get this, I had to go train you, train travel professionals how to sell Alaska so that you could go sell Alaska. And it, most of the travel professionals at that time hadn't been there yet. And, and if they had, it could have been on Princess or Holland America at that time, I had to know the product differentiators. I had to be able to talk the game. So though that one perspective I want to share with you is that I had never been there. I had to learn. And I know, Jay, this is what you're doing. You're getting content. You're getting trained, right? And you're reading, 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 watching videos, whatever you can do. And you, you've just got to do it. And something I, I want to tell you is that I, it ran through my mind many times when I was making presentations. Get this, not only to travel professionals like yours doing training. Big, we used to have these big training sessions at hotels, right? all over town, but I was invited by travel professionals to do Alaska presentations to consumers. There was one agency in particular, it was a cruise holidays agency. I really adored her and, and her group, uh, Charlene. Uh, we, we used to do an annual Alaska night and I, she would, I would do a big presentation on Alaska. Everyone would come and eat salmon. Uh, it was a plated dinner. It was fabulous, wonderful. I'd never been there before. And I, I don't want to say the words, Jay. I don't want to say the words, fake it till you make it. That's not right. That's not true. I want you, I don't want you to fake it. And I think it's it's okay to be honest. And, and I'm sure that I was. However, I spoke with great confidence. So, Jay, if, if you don't go, A, number one is you know, know your stuff and speak with confidence. And if you can't memorize it all, or in case you get asked questions you're not prepared for, you come with the index cards with questions and so forth. But but something, I, I think the over, the, the message I want to, with this first example, I want to say is uh, don't, you, you don't fake it and, and say that, oh yeah, you've been there when you have it, of course, and I'm, I'm not assuming you would, but if it comes up, you can say it. But I'm not sure you need to offer that. Just be the expert and realize that you can't possibly. So this is going to lead me to my second example before I start reading your comments, friends. Okay. You can't. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I love you, by the way. And I'm talking to you. You can't possibly go everywhere. It's, it's Wouldn't it be lovely to say, oh, you've been everywhere on earth. That's impossible. However, if you do have a niche, Perhaps you have been there once, twice, three times, four times, and you've made it a habit. If you've been in the business for many, many years, I get that. That's cool. Now, let's fast forward. I went from Princess to a company called the Cruise Consortium, 
right? So I was back behind the desk. I was vice president of, I don't know, marketing operations. I don't remember. In any case, back in the day, that's when Royal Caribbean started the big ship building frenzy, right? Sovereign Monarch Majesty Seas. Do you remember those days? Who was around back in those days? And I was really blessed to be able to go on so many of those inaugurals early on. And one of the biggest, so here we have a, a, a booming, uh, a, a, you know, building ships is booming at this point. And there were some travel professionals who would say, I, I can't sell it unless I've seen it. Does that sound familiar? Have you ever said that? Or have you heard others say that? I can't sell it until I've seen it. And my comeback to that was, uh, that's unfortunate because the way these ships are being built and the speed they're coming into service, it, you'll never be behind your desk working. You'll be sailing. And if that's what you want to do, terrific. But it's impossible. You can't. It's unrealistic to think you could see every ship. And frankly, that's a load of beeswax. It's a load of beeswax, friends. If you understand the brand and if you understand the ship, I mean, hardware, there's two things, right? There's hardware and the software. That's what I would say. The hardware is the ship itself, right? How it was built, uh, because you, you remember, you've been on ships that are completely you know, designed so differently. So you need to be the expert on the hardware the ship designs, not just the features, but the actual benefits of the lounges, of the staterooms, of the verandas and so forth. And you also, the software, which I, I know it, that's the, to me, that's the hardest part. Software are the people. How are you treated? How are you talked to? Do you feel like a king and queen when you're on that ship at dinner time, which is service, right? That's the software, the, the people, the environment, the culture on board. And I know that's tough if you've never sailed that ship. So I would say, look, uh, even if you get the opportunity to sail one of those ships as part of that brand, oh, it should be consistent among all brands. So, don't, you know, don't tell me you can't sell it until you've seen it because you can by becoming a product expert, asking lots of questions, reading. And, and again, if there's a cruise line that has, you know, 20 ships, at least sell one to get the feel, just like river cruising. You, you can't tell me you need to be, I know you'd love to be on every one of, you know, Ama or Viking or whoever's river cruise ship, because some of them are structurally different, of course, but the experience, the software should be the same. And if you get that one-time experience. So let, let me bring it back home to you now and give you my answer. Then I'm going to read what everyone has, has, uh, no, you know what? I'm going to flip that. I want to read what you've said because I bet you somebody out there is is reading my mind and has said and maybe has offered up my, my ultimate answer. I do have an ultimate answer. I promise you. So here we go. So um, Zakia said no. So Zakia, you have not uh, 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 actually escorted a group to a new destination or been held back from doing it. Okay. Ray said plenty of times. So, Ray, uh, I'm assuming you're saying plenty of times, meaning that you've, you've escorted, you've hosted groups to new destinations plenty of times. So just confirm that. A summer has not yet. So here's Ray. I will, uh, here's, here's what Ray does. I consult with colleagues who have been and get their perspective. 
as well as request a one-on-one -on -one call with the BDM to help me get as much information as possible. Perfect. And it sounds like, Jay, that's what you're doing right now. But I also like that you're talking to other colleagues, other travel professionals who have been there because obviously you're going to have a different perspective than a consumer. And I, I think that's great. So that's a great takeaway right there. Thank you. Sam. Hey, Sam. I have never been to any destinations I've hosted and promoted. Uh, and, and here's what she says. Listen, everybody, pull up a chair. Let's discover together. That's it. That's that was my ultimate takeaway right there. And I'm going to keep reading here because I want to hear what everybody has to say. But what Sam said is the right answer, I believe. If you want to market, if you want to host a group to a destination or a product you've never been to before, the keywords, let's discover it together. Be open, be honest. Uh, Jay, I think that's what you should be doing now. Don't, don't just say, oh, you know, and look at it as a negative that you've never been to Ghana before. Look at it as a positive. Hey, come with me, let's discover, explore together. I'm gonna have all the plans set and I'm gonna make sure we see all the things that I wanna see. There's so much I want to experience and come do it with me, let's do it together. And the fact that, that we are together, I'm gonna lay it out because, hey, listen, I, I don't wanna miss a thing and I'm, going to make sure you don't miss a thing either. I really think you can leverage that. And, and even if it was Alaska, going back to Alaska cruises, you, you can say, I've never been to an Alaska cruise. I know all the details. I visualized myself on a glacier. I have visualized myself cruising through the inside passage and, and hoping, hoping I get to see some calving. So come with me. Let's do it together. Let's see all of this for the first time together. Perfect, Sam. Thank you. Here we go. Sharon says, I've never been to Iceland, but I'm bringing a group next October. You go, you go, Sharon. Working with a local DMC, DMC, and doing lots of research to be as successful as possible. Sharon, congratulations. Best of success. Keep in touch. Let us know how it goes, how, how it progresses, and, and how it comes off for next October. We want to know. Um, and by the way, DMC, if you don't know, what's DMC? Say it. Oh, some of you said it. Some of you said it. Destination Management Company. Destination Management Company. And those are, uh, a d definition of that is those are typically a smaller provider, smaller vendors. Not Don't think of it as a big supplier. It could be a, a tiny, could be one person, a little vendor, let's say, that, that, per, that you, you sort of you can put together um, a, a, a group tour with these individual components. You weave it together, sort of like FIT, right? FIT. So a destination management company is inbound. They, they, they are there on the spot helping you, whether it's food, whether it's private touring, uh, transfers, whatever it is. Great stuff. Trinita says, no, I have not, but I remember you are the secret sauce. Yes. Listen carefully, I slowed down here because Trinita is right on the money. You, the travel advisor, the travel professional, travel entrepreneur, you're the secret sauce. They want and need you. You can always read up on it and talk to folks, et cetera. So this is a great perspective, Trinita, and I'm so grateful you shared it because I use this a lot when it comes to cruising, let's say. 
All right. You've ever heard me do speeches. Maybe you've heard me say this, that that, you know, on Allure of the Seas, a stateroom 2100 is the same stateroom. Right. There it is. And, and, and that one stateroom can be sold by how many travel professionals? So how many options does a consumer have to buy that stateroom on Allure of the Seas? I don't know, thousands? Maybe 10,000 different travel professionals if you include dot coms and, uh, and direct, right? So what's the, what, makes, what makes or break that stateroom? It's you, the travel advisor who, who sells it to them, right? And that's why I'm a big believer when it comes to groups, and I'm not going to get off subject here, although it's tempting, is that you, for groups, friends, you should never, ever, ever be selling just the stateroom. You should never, ever be selling the bare bones stripped down off the shelf product because then you're no good than all the other 9,999 travel professionals who do because if you're not adding anything, if you're not creating a package, if you're not adding anything to the overall experience, then what do they need you for? They're buying you. You are the secret sauce. You're going to better prepare them. You're going to get them more excited. You're going to, uh, if you're going to uh, supersize the package, you're going to make it more inclusive so they don't miss anything, right? And that's where you come in. That's your job. That's your role. And let's say they don't want anything else. It's an, it's an individual booking. Well, still, you play as big a role in the excitement and the preparation and to make sure they don't miss anything, even though perhaps they don't want anything else built in pre, post, or during. Nancy said they rely on the tour. Uh, she says, I rely, Nancy, on the tour operator and guides. Sometimes it works out. Other times I should have uh, been there at least once before. So there you go. Nancy is telling it like it is, right? She relies on the tour operator and the guides. And sometimes it works out. Other times she does wish she had been, been there at least once before. So that's great. As honest as, honest as you can get. And, um, uh, Zacchaeus says uh, most people have a lot of questions about a destination. Absolutely. So what I want to recommend to you and everybody else is uh, even if you've been there before, but especially if you've never experienced that destination or that product, why don't you prepare in advance by sending out that little survey? We talk a lot about surveys, one question surveys in boot camp, but I think surveys are very critical. So before you do your presentation, before you, you launch into promotional mode and do your group launch sequence, right? And you do your series of information presentations. And I know there's stuff that you know you want to share. You know you want to tell them. But why don't you equip yourself so you're ready for those tough questions? Because you've never been there before. So you send out that one question poll. What do you wish you knew? What What is it that confuses you? What what is it that gives you anxiety? What What is it that um, that you wish you knew that you don't know? What's most important to you? What don't you want to miss? I mean, I can give you a million ways to slice and dice that question and that you want consumers to actually ask those questions. And, and, and maybe you don't know the answer. So if it was Johnny on the spot, you don't know the answer. Of course, you say, hey, I'm going to find out, get right back to you. Great question. But you can prepare in advance. And who knows? If you've got a list of 100 people coming to your information presentation series, part of your group launch sequence, I don't know, out of 100 people, maybe you'll get 50 questions. Maybe you'll get 30. I think that's the way to go. Danny said, I have never done something like that. I would let my group 
that is new for me as well. Uh, let my group that this, okay, you would tell the group that it's new for you as well. Terrific. Be open and honest, but also, and here's the other part of this. Remember, Sam started this conversation of my uh, ultimate answer, which is that, you know, be honest and leverage the fact that you're also, this is a dream trip for you, okay, that you you need to tell them why. So write this down. Tell them why you're looking forward to going. And again, not features, but benefits. It's it's over benefits. It, it, the equation is B over F, benefits over features. So don't don't just say that you're looking forward to going to Ghana or this particular cruise ship or, or Alaska or, or a specific destination just because of uh, uh, comfortable accommodations. Well, I, don't, I just made that up. No, 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 no. You look forward to lounging and unwinding in that magnificent uh, pool area with the infinity pool, whatever it is. So you, you need to identify truly you in, in your head and in your heart what you can't wait to taste, to smell, to touch, to experience, to feel, right? So you want to immerse them. That's how you do that, right? You've heard this before. It's called immersion. When you immerse them in the destination, when you immerse them, it's no longer selling. You're telling a story, right? You're walking them through a beautiful story and they're getting to taste and smell and experience and feel what you're feeling. That's the way to do it. Thank you, Danny. Karen said, Yes, it would be lovely to have gone there first. I hosted my first and all my culinary trips to London, Scotland, and Tuscany without ever having previously been there. Anxiety? No, because my group leader, the chef, in this case, Karen has a chef who has been the group leader on these, uh, on these trips, had extensive knowledge of London and Scotland. I relied on great suppliers to provide help and support to me. My only anxiety was not speaking Italian. There you go, Karen. Thank you for sharing that. That is definitely enlightening, illuminating, and I hope we'll give Jay and everybody else some some encouragement and courage to do it. And she says, Jay, go for it. Kay. Hello, Kay. I hosted a group of 48 to Ireland, my first trip, but felt I should have been there before. Great guides, but I should have been there before. So there you go. There's real feedback. There's real input. So maybe maybe we have to answer this question uh, situationally or destinationally. You know, it depends on a what you're going for to experience, right? And b um, how important it, it will be. How much uh, how much responsibility is yours to lead the tours, to show and tell? That's an important consideration too. Hello, Doreen. Doreen's in the house. Doreen from Coons Travel and Tours, I would prefer to conduct a pre-visit to the destination before actually leading a group. Doreen, you just bought my books. Thank you very much. I hope you got them, right? I escorted myself. However, since it's not possible to have traveled to all places, I will build a, a loyal and trusting relationship with one or two suppliers who will help me plan and market the group. In the meantime, I will learn everything I can about the destination, 
itinerary, customs, and traditions. Keywords there. Thank you so much, Doreen, for bringing up some more information for Jane. Everybody else, learn the customs and traditions before you get there. Have you ever done that? I hope you do, because once we leave the contiguous states of the United States of America, things could be a little bit different. And sometimes they're different in certain states and different cities too. But generally speaking, when we go to to other places, there are different customs and traditions. And it's nice that you know what to expect. And if you can't be there beforehand, study it, read about it. So you're ready. Great, 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 great. I love it. Han said, it certainly helps, but I do not believe it is absolutely necessary to see it before you sell it. Agreed. And by the way, I used my Princess Cruises example earlier that I hadn't been to Alaska. And here I am doing training for travel professionals and doing presentations to their consumers, too. So I, I did end up going because part of my training as a district sales manager was to do a fam trip, a fam trip for me to Alaska. And hands down, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, would you be surprised to know that when I, when I came back, I had a whole different level of enthusiasm, of excitement, of experiential discussions. Okay, and I have pictures naturally, you know, and this is before social media. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> but I still took pictures. I made them into slides. So then when I would go do my training, I would show my slides of my experience. So that is a plus if you are able to go there before you take magnificent, beautiful pictures of you there in those places. You don't want to, you, spoiler alert, right? You don't want to give them everything because they're like, oh, okay, well, that's it. No, I, that, I'm exaggerating here, but I know you're going to show pictures that will get them excited and prove, hey, I've been here. Look at me. Look at me, right? I'm on the mountaintop or I'm down by the river. I'm on the glacier, whatever it is. Uh, Doreen said, love it. Let's discover together. Marvelous. Cool, cool, cool. I'm glad you like it. Like it, like it, like it. Nancy said, best to know the tour operator directly having that in the destination or at a trade show. So best to know who the tour operator is directly. Um, uh, and having that relationship is so important. And I want to say something to you after I set my coffee. One second, please. Uno momento. You know, we, we, you've heard this before, right? It's the uh, preferred supplier preaching, right? Some of you are members of consortia. Some of you are members of host agencies. And you have uh, select suppliers, select brands. And maybe you had a hand in choosing them. Maybe you didn't. Or maybe as the owner of your agency, you declared, you defined who your preferred brands, I like saying brands better than suppliers, would be. One of the considerations, friends, is that they are helpful. They are a great resource so that if you have a situation where you have either individuals or a group and you're desperate for knowledge and information, and you need it in a timely fashion, and you need it to be comprehensive, that brand has got to come through for you. That BDM, the DSM, whatever, they've got to come through and deliver. So that's another way how I've always talked about, I've always preached about this. It's not just about their product and how much commission 
you'll earn. It's also about that relationship. Are they there for you? Do they answer the call? Can they participate in that information presentation series with you? Right? So there's a lot of other considerations. My guess is everyone who's here in the audience and or listening to this as a podcast has probably fired a supplier because they they didn't respond. They were not responsive to your needs. They, they weren't a true partner. You, you, you know, just because they're, they're a supplier and you're a travel uh, agency, it do, doesn't automatically mean you're partners. There's, you know, a partner, that's a verb. You have, to, uh, you have to be a good partner. You have to do partnering things. You have to be responsive. You got to support each other. You got to help each other, so forth and so on, dot, dot, dot. You know what I'm saying here. Okay, Kisa. Hey, Stuart. Kisa from Detroit. Great nugget of wisdom. Let's discover it together. You are welcome, and thank you, Sam, for putting those words together. Couldn't have said it better myself. Nancy said, one thing I wish I knew about Iceland is that you should buy any wine or other spirits at duty-free when you arrive. A glass of wine ended up costing me 18 bucks U.S. Woo-wee. I hope you savor the flavor of that expensive glass of wine. But that's, that's good, too. So little things like that, little tips like that. The consumer, your travelers, they, they want to know this stuff. You will be their hero if you know before you go. I like saying that all along. Oh, Doreen, good. I'm glad you got the books. I'm glad you enjoy them too. And uh, you're, you're most welcome. Yep, I put a business card in too. And, and I'm so glad that you order them and enjoy them. Karen said, uh, key to ask lots of questions to your suppliers. Here we go. On my first trip to Tuscany, my tour operator set up a cooking class on a culinary tour at a cooking school with an owner who did not speak English. Never thought to ask that question. Fortunately, she had two young American women to speak for her teaching the class. Ha! Ain't that a kick in the butt? <laughs> you get there and you have a whole tour and it's going to be a cooking class and the, and the, the owner doesn't speak any English, and you don't speak Italian. That's a potential problem. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out, Karen. And uh, well, a final comment here, then we're going to move on to the next subject, is today's agents are so lucky that we now have video, which you didn't have 15 years ago. This makes a huge difference in hosting a group without ever, ever having seen a destination today. I agree. And again, I just want to reiterate one important thing, which is that uh, that if you do, I encourage you, right? So I'll, I'll end with this, and then we're going to move to to the next topic. This is a group business variety show. I want to I want to encourage you to go someplace you've always wanted to go. Those of you in boot camp hear me say this all the time. Everyone, everyone always seems to be uh, looking for groups. Where do I go find a group? Where are they hiding out? How do I get a group? I've been sending emails. I've been making phone calls. I have an idea to do a group with this one and that one. Hold on, back up, sit down, look at me. You be the group leader. Why aren't you leading a group a year to a place you want to go, a place you truly love? Do it. There's no better time than right now, whether it's river cruising, whether it's Ghana, whether it's going someplace on just a, a, a cruise ship 
which is going to be our next subject, go, go. And even if it's a domestic trip, right? So I, I encourage you to do it. Quit going out there and looking because here's the thing, friends. Once you host your own group, A, not only will you be going to a fun place, and I, I know it's going to be work for you, but but you're putting out the message that you're a group expert. You hear what I'm saying? It's one thing to declare your niche. Now, we're going to end on this quote. It's going to be very profound if I can remember it. I'm just making it up. It's one thing to declare your niche. It's yet another to demonstrate. It's one thing to declare your niche. It's yet another thing to demonstrate it. So I like to use these words. Prove your niche. Prove it. Go there, even if it's your first time, with friends and family and some of your unclients, unclients, or prospects, or shoppers, and uh, build off of that because once they see that you're doing it, you're talking the talk, you're walking the walk, you've got beautiful pictures of you with the group, having a great time. Hey, by the way, Karen, uh, Trinita, uh, Hans, Doreen, uh, uh, Kay, Nancy, who, you know, all of you, um, hey, listen, can, can you help me with this group here for my association, my organization? Can you give us a hand here? It lo looks like you're in a group business because I see I see you you led a group, blah, blah, blah. You see what I'm saying? All right, there you go. I know, I know you see what I'm saying. And final note from Karen, I am. I'm leading another group next year to London, another Downton Abbey trip, and we, we want it to work big for you, Karen. We know you've worked so hard on this. We want it to work really big for you. Can't wait to go back for your third trip. Yep, make it happen. Make it happen. All right, here we go. Now, uh, let me give you a homework assignment. So I'm going to give you a home homework assignment. Listen up because I want to discuss it on our next Power Hour, which is November 19th. And after the homework assignment, uh, we're going to talk cruising and the lifting of the no sale order. I, I want to so get ready to share. And by the way, by the way, I, I didn't say this at the beginning. My boot campers know this, but you, if you're here as an invited guest on the Group Sales Power Hour, you, you're probably attending a bazillion Zoom meetings or whatever. Maybe you're a little less anxious about putting on your microphone. So if we've got any newbies out there and you're feeling good, feeling bold, tell me. And I'll put your microphone on at a specific time and either share your thoughts on the conversation we just had or share your thoughts about cruising, the lifting of the no sale order. Because the question I'm going to ask you there, I'm going to share you my perspective, too, is what, what are the questions you're getting? I know you have a ton of questions, too, but what are they asking out there and how are you responding? How are you responding? How are you getting the answers? It's got to be tough, but this this is this is what you do for a living, friends. This is the call to action. There's no greater reason for a travel professional than right now, today. You are needed more than ever before. I, I can't I can't think of another time in the travel industry when you as a professional is. Uh, uh, your, your, your knowledge, your experience, your perspective uh, is needed more than than now. Where do I go? What do I do? When should I go? Is it going to be safe? Bob, all this kind of stuff. 
Okay. So th that's coming up next. Tell me if you want your mic on. And then we're going to end with some inspiring quotes and a message about being a positive conversationalist. So, so, so stick, stick with me here. Here's your homework assignment. Here's your homework assignment. I want to see how many of you respond, whether you're in boot camp or not. And you can email it to me at Stuart at StuartLloydCohen.com. Stuart at StuartLloydCohen.com. Or if you had uh, signed up for this to participate, you can just reply back to that email from GoToWebinar. You know, when you RSVP, here's your homework assignment. I want you to copy and paste your profile. Copy and paste your profile that maybe it's listed on your website. Maybe it's listed uh, on uh, social media, Facebook or whatever, or maybe you're, you're listed in some kind of a, a travel agent guide for, you know, all the travel professionals. Cause I know if you're with a host or with your consortia, uh, sometimes they sort of have a listing of, and, and allow you the ability to put a photo of yourself, your business name and a, who are you kind of a statement. Now, I'm not looking for anything long, friends. Two paragraphs at best, one paragraph even better. So really, this is your written elevator speech. I want you to send it to me because I want to read them on the next show so that you all get a feel for what your colleagues are saying, how they're describing themselves. And also, if you send it to me, you're giving me permission to give you a little loving, constructive critique of what I love about it and what I think could be improved a little bit. So, I don't know, maybe you'll get something out of it. You'll get a new idea, fresh perspective on how you can have a more powerful profile because, because a consumer who doesn't know you and they know that they need a travel professional right now to help them make decisions, help them navigate the nuttiness Oh, that's good. Help them navigate the nuttiness. Then if they don't know you, or if they're not referred to you, they're going to read your profile and that's going to make the decision for them if they're going to call you or not. If they're going to move on to the next agent or advisor or if they're going to call you. It's very powerful. It's it's your statement. It's your as Guy Kawasaki said, you're, you, who, am, who am I marketing? And man, if you can pull up something powerful in a paragraph, maybe two, then your phones will ring, your emails will ding a little bit more frequently than if it's not so strong or if it's boring, if it's dull, if it's not terribly descriptive. Now, feel free. You know, if you don't know me by now, I'm nothing but loving and kind. So if you share it with me and I make my comments, it will be done only in the most positive way. And I just think it would be fun to read them, to share with you so you can hear how others are positioning, especially if you consider yourself a group expert or you're looking to grow your group business. I am very curious to see how you're positioning yourself as a group expert. That's your homework assignment. You can email it to me or get it to me on Facebook whatever. All right, so here's the cruise situation about the no sale order, which we've all um, which we've all been experiencing. And, and, and tell me if anybody wants their mic on or wants to share. So here's my take on it, because uh, we just found out that the no sale has lifted. And we also, if you've read, I have read some of the, the new ways cruising is, is going to happen. 
uh, you know, the experience on board, which of course remains to be seen what, what how that's going to feel, what it's going to look like. I mean, that's certainly going to be unique. And we also know that some of the cruise lines have opted, okay, well, there's no way we can start up that fast. We can't get it all together that quick. So we're just going to wait to 2021 or whatever. Everyone, they're making their own decisions. And, you know, every day, naturally, they're not sailing. They're losing an enormous amount of money. They're poised and ready, but it takes a lot of effort to get back in the game. So my, my, my answer is that uh, A, number one, of course, and I know that all of the cruise lines are having regular meetings, so they're telling you exactly what's going on. And I hope that you're attending or reading, and I, I sure hope they're breaking it down into uh, uh, digestible bullet points because there's so much to consider. You know, do I have to get, you know, tested beforehand? Will I be tested on the excursions? Am I still going to be restricted to going using only your restrictions, uh, your excursions and so forth? There's so many issues there. How, how is it going to work? You know, how will the buffets work now? How will the meals work? Uh, the activities, the theater, how there's so many things that they have to work out. It's very, very challenging. So I, I think, Hans, and I know you had asked me for my perspective, is that a, a, first of all, I'm extremely excited that it's been lifted. That's that's good news. It's a good start because things have to start somewhere, right? Things have to start somewhere. And and, and I know the cruise lines, having worked for the cruise lines, they're not just sitting around waiting and then deciding, oh, okay, it's time to go. What do you want to do? They've been working and coming up with plans. And, and I know they've also been talking amongst themselves too because they have to be a cohesive, successful unit. That has to be launched successfully. So, number one, I'm very excited. This is good news because we need to get the ball rolling. We need to get momentum started. Number two, there's no doubt, I know you agree with me, that the way we cruise, at least in the short term, I believe this is short term, is going to be different. The experience is different. Now, I do not believe my personal opinion. Now is the time to convince somebody who has never cruised before to cruise. Now is not the time. I don't think so. Now is the time to go back to your list of all of your, your most valued unclients. And of course, I call them an unclient because uh, maybe they haven't booked anything yet. You could let me define this. You only have permission to call somebody a client. OK, if they are paid in full and have an upcoming trip, I'll say it again. You only have permission to call them a client if they're paid in full and have an upcoming trip. They are a prospect. OK, if they have maybe play, paid the deposit, maybe not, but you're in the planning stage. A prospect is somebody who's actively engaged with you, but they haven't paid in full. So they're not a client yet. They're a prospect. You haven't sold them. And after the client returns from the trip, paid in full, they're back from the trip, they become an unclient until such time they have another trip in the planning stage. I hope you've heard me say this before. I hope you understand this. It's a new way of redefining your bucket lists. There are four buckets in Trinita, everybody else in Dream Vacations, you'll hear this because this is part of my keynote, the four new buckets. I think now is the time, friends, to make sure you're talking to, you're having dialogue with those diehard cruisers, those on your list who love it. And you, you need to reach out. It could be that one question survey or have a little conversation. Hey, you got time for a 15 minute call? I just want to give you an update so you know what's happening 
with cruises because they just lift the no-sale limit, and I want to know what your questions are. What are your questions? So, friends, I'd like you to go into this more questioning. Be prepared so you know what their anxieties are, their questions, their issues. You may find some clients who are like, you know what? I'm going to wait this out because I, it just doesn't make sense to go right now until, until, until whenever, their own timeline. Some of your unclients are like, let's go. Get me on the books. Get me booked. I, I just need my cruising. And for me personally, this could be, for me personally, this could be the first year in, I can't remember how long I haven't cruised at least once, either leisure, but more often than not, I'm asked to do speaking engagements, to do a keynote or workshops on board a cruise ship. So it's killing me. And by the way, I don't know about you guys and gals out there, but I save all of my cruise cards and I keep them here because there's not going to be one for 2020. And I'm very sad about that. So my perspective, to, to bubble it up and boil it down, I want to get your perspective too, is that it's good news, the momentum is starting, and now to be honest with you, the ball's in your court. You, we, we have to trust that all of the cruise lines are going to have measures in place to provide the safest and most uh, uh, enjoyable experience possible. That's, that's their job. We can't worry about that, but they're going to tell us how they're doing it. It's your job as a travel advisor to know all of that, what is that going to look like? What is that going to feel like? And be able to communicate it in a, in a positive way, to be a positive conversationalist about it, which is how we're going to end today's power hour. Not getting there just yet. I have some great quotes for you. But that that I think it's now's the perfect time, Hans, and everybody, since if you haven't already done it, to tell, to go out there and tell your list, hey, this is the great news is that the no sale order is out there um, and they can sail again. However, what does that look like? So you want you want them to uh, consider you the expert, the subject matter expert, and perhaps think of doing a little get together, a 15 minute, 30 minute get together where you do a little presentation, perhaps with a BDM from one of the lines. And, you know, you've got to be honest too. You've got to be honest. Let's go back to the honesty thing. It's almost like going to a new destination. You've never been on a ship that is uh, is prepared to deal with the, the corona. So you are experiencing this at the same time. And maybe you'll be bold enough to block a group in 2021. Maybe some of you have. Have you? Have you? Let me know if you've blocked a group for 2021. And if you're going. I want to know, how are you talking the talk? What information are you giving out? Because the experience is going to be very different. And it's it's your responsibility to be prepared to proact and tell them, here's what you can expect. Here's what here's how what we feel like it's, it's going to be like, the experience. Let's, let's take an average day on a cruise ship. Take an average day, one day at sea, one day in port. That's what I would do. Walk them through. We used the word immerse before. Immerse them in that day how it would look, what would be the same, what might be different, all together with, with uh, nothing but honesty and enthusiasm. I think that would be a great thing to do. And I've got to believe all the cruise lines are going to be aligned in what a day at sea and what a day in port is going to look like. I really believe that. Um, so Hans, did that answer your question? Let me know if it did. Let me check the boards here. And don't forget your homework assignment, everybody. And let me see what comments we have here. Doreen said, um, 
I think it's a great homework assignment. Cool. Hey, the more the more I get, the more I can share back, and I think we're all going to grow from that experience of sharing. Thanks, Doreen. Uh, Karen says, what do you expect the contemporary cruise lines where Caribbean and Carnival will start sailing with 30 or 50%? I can't answer that, Karen. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go with 30% or 50%. Um, I honestly don't know. I actually, I am going to reach out to my friends. You know, so, uh, you know, I worked for Costa a million years ago. Then I worked for Princess. And, and more recently, if you will, I don't know, 14 years ago, I worked for Celebrity. I have some very dear friends at all of the cruise lines. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a commitment to you right now. Let me do some research, too. I, I know you men and women are on the game here. I, I know it. But let me also see if I can bring some additional perspective to the uh, Group Sales Power Hour and see, and I've done this before, uh, a couple of months ago, I reached out to some of my friends, some of the big wick executives at some some of the biggest travel companies, and I said, show me trends, what's going on out there? Uh, what can I share with you, uh, my, my travel advisors in the audience? And it was really cool. And I just asked them just to provide a written statement. And I read it to you. It's it's a, a, on a prior program. And at one time, we actually had uh, the, see the VP? Yeah, VP sales with Amor Waterways. My good friend, Alex Pinello, who had been with Norwegian for so many years, he was on. He actually came on. And he was on for the first 20, 20 minutes or so of the, uh, of, this, of the program, of the podcast program. Kyle, hey, Kyle's here. Hi, Stuart. Cruise lines need to put an application to put in an application for each ship to be granted conditional sailing certification 60 days before launch of passenger service. Yes, I read that. So it's like the, the ball is still in their court and it's in your court because knowing this information is pivotal, critical, so that when your own clients ask this, you know this. It's not, it's not just, hey, we're back in business, let's just roll. Right. So thank you for bringing this up to remind us that Boom. Hey, there we go. It's time to book and let's go to the ship out next week. That ain't going to happen. Additionally, the government has put restrictions that the cruise line must prove their systems. Seems like this might take a while. I agree. My hope, Kyle, is that, uh, and it's not a hope, it's an expectation that they've been working day and night, night and day on coming up with uh, meeting these, these needs, these requirements, because the, the, the number one concern for them. Number one is safety. And number two is satisfaction. I, this, these are my words, but I, I think you'll agree safety and satisfaction because uh, you, you need to have both or else it, it just ain't going to work. And I know so many, so many of us are eager to get back to cruising and it just has to be done um, smart, really smart. Uh, Sharon, hey, Sharon, says, I have space blocked for Alaska with Royal for September 2020. No, that's not possible. 2020, September is past. Sharon, you're talking 2021, I think. I think you're talking 2021. <laughs> yeah, in 2021. In any case, that's awesome. I wish you the very, 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 very best of success. Let's continue that conversation. I want to hear about if it's an affinity or a, a speculative group, how you're promoting it, are you using group launch sequence, what are the questions that are coming up, very exciting, good stuff, I see momentum, friends, Ray says, I have four groups in 2021, wow, that's inspirational, Ray, the next time we get together, uh, let's talk, what are the questions they're asking, how are you answering it, um, what, what, what are you doing that's giving them great comfort, 
Um, and Sharon said that'll be her first trip to Alaska. So see how it all ties together. Sharon has a group, Alaska 2021, and it's your first time. Super cool. And Sharon, my guess is you're out there telling everybody, hey, it's my first time going on the Infinity Celebrity. Come join me. Let's go experience the grandeur of Alaska together. Hans, gl I'm glad that that, that helped. And uh, Sharon, a final note from Sharon that I want to give you these quotes so we end on time. I always promise I start and end on time. Uh, Sharon says, I have a poetry at sea cruise for 2022. It's new for me. How inspiring. Very inspiring, Sharon. I love the level of creativity I hear every day from you travel professionals out there. Good stuff. Poetry at sea. 2022 beautiful best of success so and keep in touch we want to know what's going on so I, I want to leave you with a couple of important quotes because I've been rereading that book and if you haven't read it yet I, I recommend it by Og Mandino the greatest salesman in the world and this is about being a positive conversationalist friends so let me first read the quote and then I think you'll understand the concept that I, I want to knock out of the park for you and leave you with feeling good as Nina Simone sings feeling good if I bring rain and gloom and darkness and pessimism to my customers then they will react with rain and gloom and darkness and pessimism and they will purchase naught I want to read it again if I bring rain and gloom and darkness and pessimism to my customers, then they will react with rain and gloom and darkness and pessimism, and they will purchase naught. If I bring joy and enthusiasm and brightness and laughter to my customers, they will react with joy and enthusiasm and brightness and laughter. So we're having all these conversations about you know, returning to cruising and the hesitation and the anxieties and just the general stress of, of everyday life. And that's why I'm trying to be a, a beacon of hope, a beacon of light, a beacon of feeling good for you. And I just really love this because measure your words, friends. Keep that smile on your face. And, and whether it's a Zoom call you're having with a client or a telephone call, eye contact. Let them see you smile. Let them hear you smile. You want to talk about having loyal customers who will stick with you through thick and thin going forward forever? Now's the time to establish yourself and keep yourself obsolete proof, obsolete proof, so they want you, know you, and love you forever because you're a positive conversationist like I'm trying to do with you here today. Uh, two more quotes, then I'm going to let you go. Stick with me here. And thanks for all of you guests here. And remember, if, you, if, you, uh, if you're interested in boot camp or if you want to be in the future, the audience in the future, let me know. I'll send you a link because I want a big, rich audience with big, rich, beautiful questions. And next time I want to hear some of your voices on the microphone. I will master my moods through positive action. And when I master my moods, I will control my destiny. And, you know, th this quote from Og Mandino is maybe more for me than anybody else. Because, you know, we're all having our ups and downs, our stress days now, aren't we? I will master my moods through positive action. And when I master my moods, I will control my destiny. How powerful is that? When you master your moods, you can control your destiny. I'm going to leave you with this final words from comedian Steve Martin. Last few words, Steve Martin. 
Be so good they can't ignore you. Be so good they can't ignore you. Travel professionals, travel entrepreneurs, I'm so glad you joined me today. And as my grandma would always say, just be well, darlings. Just be well.